Welcome to Peer Into Recovery, a podcast with a focus on the profession of peer support. For more information about how to subscribe, please visit our website at www.vprsn.org. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I am your host, Danielle Donaldson. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking with Anthony Swan about veteran peer support. A native of North North Carolina, Anthony Swan enlisted in the Marine Corps Infantry in 1983 and has served with four separate infantry battalions, taught at the School of Infantry, served as a senior drill instructor, and as an assistant Marine officer instructor at the University of Wisconsin. He has also served as command and base sergeant major for a combat logistics regiment in Okinawa, Japan, and lastly, as the director of the Staff Non-Commissioned Officers Academy in Quantico, Virginia. During his tenure in the Marine Corps, Swan served two tours in Iraq with an infantry battalion, during which he was injured and received the Purple Heart. Upon retirement, after 27 years of active duty service, Swan continued to serve the military as a recovery care coordinator for the Marine Corps Wounded Warrior Regiment, providing resources and services to wounded, ill, and injured Marines. In this capacity, he also served as recovery care coordinator site lead, providing direction and resources to coordinators in Texas, Minnesota, Florida, and Virginia, and has also held the position of acting deputy program manager for the recovery care program and oversaw 42 recovery care coordinators across the United States. Upon joining Virginia Veteran and Family Support, Swan has served as the recovery coordinator for Region 1 until his reassignment as the Senior Veteran Peer Specialist for VVFS. A resident of Fredericksburg, Virginia, Swan is currently the Peer Services Director for the Virginia Veteran and Family Support Program. Hi, Anthony. Welcome and thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I am doing fine and glad to be able to join you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast to talk about peer support for veterans. Uh, I'm excited to learn more about it. So to begin, uh, let's get started. What what inspired you to uh, get involved in peer support? How did you make that transition? So um, as you read in my bio, I exited the Marine Corps in 2010. I had no set career path. Um, I uh, had no idea what I wanted to do or which way I was going to go. I actually thought I was going to uh, join a, uh, the federal uh, government, uh, federal service, and um, I was going to be sitting behind a desk. But um, I was speaking with a friend of mine that worked at the Wounded Warrior Regiment about how we needed to do a better job of supporting our wounded, ill, and injured through the IDES system and upon the exit from the Marine Corps. And he, uh, he seemed to be intrigued by what I was saying. He asked me if I wanted to work at the Wounded Warrior Regiment, and I was hired. So I worked there for about four years and uh, was informed of an opening with the Virginia Department of Veterans Services. So I thought to myself, I am a veteran and uh, it would be good to help those like myself. So I applied and was hired as the regional coordinator and was contacted by my boss about a year later about a new program they were implementing. Um, That new program was the peer support program. Um, I thought it would be something great. Um, So I was tasked, I, I got hired and I was tasked with helping to get it started and laying the basic foundation for the programs. And I've been uh, working to improve and grow the programs since that time. 
So um, let me ask you this. Uh, when you were just speaking, it made me think of this. Did you have any informal experience with peer support uh, before you um, entered into this kind of line of work? No, I didn't. Um, but I found that even when I was in the military that I could talk to um junior Marines and I could I could get them to want to do the things that I asked them to do. Um and then there were other people I you know in my family I've always been a type of leader in my family. So it was just natural. Um so no I didn't have any prior um peer support uh training. Uh it's just something that over life um I actually done. I just didn't know it that's what I was doing. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I had <laughs> I no was, idea. I, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking was just kind of the natural environment. I think of the military, and this is just an assumption on my part because mm-hmm. I've I've never served myself, but you know, it 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 is very much a peer environment and that you're all, you know, looking out for each other. Um you know, regardless of the circumstances, I would say. Uh, and uh, please correct me if I'm wrong about that. Oh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, we all need to have someone. Well, I, I put it to you this way. Um, there were people, and I remember when I first came in the military, there were people I just looked up to. Um, I emulated them. Um, I think a lot of the things that I think and do today uh, came from those people. Um, they were uh, They were my leaders. But I could talk to them. I could uh, tell them some of the things that I was thinking. In the military, you never tell them everything you're thinking because they get you in trouble. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I could tell I could tell them things I was thinking, and they would take that time to talk to me and say, "Well, this this is what I believe, or this is what you should do." And honestly, their word to me was the gospel. Um, and um, I found that out there were certain people that I, uh, looked at me the same way. Well, it's nice, I guess, that you found some some positive role models, uh, you know, in, in that type of environment. Um, it's good to have people to look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, coming from, um, I come from a mental health uh, peer support environment, um, so that that's kind of my lived experience. But I'm wondering, um, what does peer support with veterans looks look like? Does it do you know if it differs from peer support, like amongst c- civilians? Do you guys do things differently, or uh, could you explain a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so I'll start with um, peer support for veterans. Um, and, and we were talking about just a few seconds ago. Actually, all branches of the military have commonalities. It doesn't matter what branch you are. You can be Marines, Navy, Army, Air Force, National Guard, or Coast Guard. Um, we share a common experience and bond. Um, you can let two of us get together who do not know each other. And normally, we can have a very easy conversation. Uh, it's natural. Uh, it, um, but that's what peer support is about, uh, using that common experience to relate to someone, uh, provide that feeling that they are speaking to someone uh, who has been there and gets it. So peer support from veteran to veteran uh, normally starts on this common ground and develops according to the veteran's experiences. Um, if a veteran hasn't been to combat, I don't talk to him about combat. I talk to him about uh, the garrison life that we had, um, the standing in the formation um, uh, on a Friday afternoon with the rain pouring down for two hours waiting on the company gunny to come out and pass word. And it was over 120 of us out there, and we all soaked. Mm-hmm. And he decides to come out and say, I have nothing to pass. 
uh, if you want to see a bunch of people angry, uh, <laughs> but it, it was a common thing. Um, and we stand by for it for the next Friday. Um, but from here, uh, from that common ground, from here, the peer support representatives you, uh, uh, use their behavioral health barriers to forge that relationship and hopefully uh, deepen that connection. Um, peer support between civilians, um, that's a hard question for me to answer. Um, since I have always worked with veterans or active duty military, but I would think it would be close to the same without the military connection. Uh, the concept is the same. Find that common ground and provide that needed support. So um, let me ask you this, because again, uh, in Virginia, uh, our peer recovery specialists uh, are trained to kind of work across, um, I guess, the spectrum of mental health, uh, substance use, co-occurring. Um, ideally, you know, you, you should be able to help a, a peer regardless of the background, but you're still coming at it with your own peer, uh, your own lived experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm wondering in, in a, in a veteran peer support situation, do you usually find that you focus on kind of the mental health versus the substance use on, on that type of, um, connection or do you focus on the the veteran connection the the experiences that you had uh, in the military I, I i guess i'm wondering where you find that co that connection yeah uh the connection usually for us starts with the military connection um and as you know military can be tight-lipped uh they can be very standoffish if uh they think that you do not um understand their uh, their situations so normally you start there, but uh, we also, like uh, um, other peer supporters uh, across the state, uh, we all have a behavioral health connection also. So sometimes it's finding out, finding the uh, peer supporter that I have that may have a substance, have had a substance abuse uh, issue later on in life or, or during his time in life or uh, all of us, I hate to say all of us, that's not true, but uh, most of us have PTSD and TBIs. And you remember that most military is trauma related and that trauma, a lot of that trauma is PTSD, TBI for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. So we, we can speak to that. Um, the majority of us can speak to that uh, very easily because we've been through it and we're still being treated for it. So what type of um, kind of uh, venues is veteran peer support happening? Um I know I've I've personally interacted with some peer specialists uh, at uh, the different veteran hospitals, but uh, how are you doing it? Where where is it happening here in Virginia? For us uh, here for for them on the veteran side for Department of Veterans Services, we are a community based uh, peer services, and I think there's we are one of the few in the state. We are not in a clinical setting. So we are in the community. Um, we uh, are looking for that veteran that has not connected with anyone. Uh, the one that um, the spouse calls us up and says, hey, you know, my husband needs help. Uh, we're looking for the one that calls us on the phone and says, I know I need something, uh, but I just don't understand what it is. Uh, a lot. So um, we, we could be anywhere. Um, 
Uh, we are in coffee shops, uh, according to where the veterans feel, feels comfortable at. Uh, we're in coffee shops. Uh, we're in parks. Um, we could be standing in the, in the middle of the road if that's necessary. Wherever that veteran <laughs> feels that he would like to talk to us, uh, that's where we're going to go. And once we can get them connected, then we are we're going to start talking to them about behavioral health and let them know that you know we've done it, we've been there, we understand, and that there's nothing wrong with accepting behavioral health services. Wow, that's uh, I had no idea that we had um, veteran community services available here in Virginia. I, like I said, most of the interactions I've had so far have been with. Um, specialists that are working within the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you guys adapt during the pandemic? Have you been doing it mostly virtually or how, how have you handled that? Uh, we have been mostly virtual, um, but um, we have, and, and this for, this is what I've been working with my, my uh, peer support representatives is that if we need to meet with someone, uh, we just need that phone call. Uh, you know, like I said, we, we meet out in the community, so uh, we don't mind meeting in that coffee shop. I keep using the coffee shop. I don't know why that's the only one on my mind right now, but it stands, <laughs> stands out for some reason, because I guess I just had a coffee with a veteran not too long ago. Um, but uh, yes, we are virtual, but if, if the veteran calls and he says that he needs us, or he wants to meet us in person, uh, we're fine with that. Uh, we've done Zoom calls, uh, Google Meets, um, uh, a lot of phones. Uh, uh, we will accommodate any veteran in the community that says that he needs to talk to us. How many uh, peer specialists do you have working uh, there in Fredericksburg? Uh, here in Fredericksburg, there's one, um, uh, but we are growing. Um, I have just been giving the okay to uh, hire six more. Um, Excellent. So, yeah, so we are we are growing. Uh, we are going to get them trained here and get them out in the field and. Uh, watch them do great works. Do you know of any other um, localities here in Virginia that have uh, community veteran services? There is one more. Or veteran community services? Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there is uh, one, I, and I'm not even sure if it's, I think they also work at a clinical, so um, I'm going to have to say no right now. Um, for some reason in my mind there is, but I can't remember uh, who it is right now. My concentration has been on us and the things that we need to do to make ourselves better. Right. Yeah. No, that just, I, it, it blows my mind because it does seem like that would be such an urgent need. Um, just making it easier, you know, when, when, it, when you can make it as easy as meeting in a coffee shop, not that that's easy because even that can take a tremendous amount of mm-hmm. uh, a leap of faith, but um it's much less intimidating than, than having to, to go through, you know, uh, a bureau, bureaucratic paperwork and appointments and waiting, you know, six months or more to see somebody and that sort of thing. So when you can make it as simple as uh, a phone call that opens uh, that up to so many more people. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, so, you know, well, I, I was going to say, you know, some of the, the, the best work I have done is uh, when a veteran comes into my office and as we are talking, and you know, a desk uh, shows uh, that you are in a position of authority. Um, so, you know, and I don't care where you are, if you sit behind a desk and you're talking to someone, they see you as a position of authority. 
Um, and one of the best things in this world I do, uh, one of the best times I've had is when I say, hey, let's go outside. Um, and behind the building where I work here in Fredericksburg, there's a beautiful garden, there's three lakes. Um, and just to walk up and down that path, and there's two veterans just talking to each other. And you can feel that person relax. And, and you can feel as we start to talk about military days, and which is what we usually start on, and we start talking about their behavioral health uh, needs. Uh, that relaxation is an awesome thing because then they begin to open up. And uh, as we're walking and we're talking, um, and maybe it's in my head, but it seems like the trust begins to grow. So normally by the time I finish that, uh, that first walk, um, I feel very comfortable that that person will give me a call back or talk to me. And I've made some, some good headway doing just that. So do you uh, offer mostly one-on-one -on -one peer services or do you offer any type of groups or workshops? What, what else, what is kind of a, I guess, a, a day in the life look like for you? What type of different uh, services are you providing? So what we do is, is we offer the one-on-one, -on -one, of course. Um, um, it's, it's making that connection and everything. Uh, but we also do groups. Uh, right now I'm running three groups across, uh, across the state. They are virtual. Uh, we're not doing it in person yet. And as a matter mm -hmm. of fact, I'm looking into that to see where, for when I can start those back. Uh, one of those groups is a veteran female group, which I am very proud of. Um, the lady who runs it, uh, is an awesome, and um, I think that they are having a great time just talking amongst themselves uh, on on veteran matters that matters that affect females that have uh, exited the military. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we have three at the moment. I intend to start two more, and they'll all be virtual. And what I intend to do is to uh, once they are vetted into that group, to send that link and let veterans choose the one that best suits them. Right. Um, so um, that's the intent. Um, I'm hoping to have that up and running here um, by November. Oh, that sounds excellent. Are there any um, particular challenges that you face when it comes to trying to provide peer support for veterans? Uh, yes, there's always challenges. Um, um, I think the biggest challenge, uh, especially since we are working in a community setting, is bonding and gaining that trust. Uh, since we're not in a clinical setting at times, uh, we have uh, really only one chance um, to bond with that veteran. Um, so we and let that veteran know that we are really here to help them. And it's not just a job, um, but we really want to help them. So um, you got to understand, because we're in a, a clinical setting, uh, when that veteran sits down in front of us and if we don't get him to understand that when he walks out, uh, we may not see that veteran again. Um, you know, if, that, if he feels that we are not being authentic or that mm -hmm. we really don't care, uh, when he stands up, uh, we may have lost him. And he's not going to answer the phone and he's not going to call us back. So that's one of the biggest things right now uh, that is one of the biggest challenges. So it's critical that we use every tool we have to gain his or her trust. Uh, if we are going to help him. Uh, so bonding and gaining trust is two of the biggest challenges, but there is also the other. The other is waiting on that veteran to turn the corner, or should I say, to accept that he or she needs that behavioral health assistance. Um, sometimes it's fairly quickly, um, but veterans have been trained for so long that asking for help is a sign of weakness or that if they seek behavioral health assistance, the job opportunities will be lost. 
Right. So it's not easy to convince them in those kinds of cases. And it takes so much time, especially when you say in your mind, you're saying to yourself, oh, if you would just work with me here. Um, <laughs> I know I know, I can help you. I can bring you out of, uh, out of the issue that you're in. Or I can get you closer to being feeling normal again. Um, but, you know, uh, military is, is get it done. Here's the problem. Get it done. Get it over with. And with uh, peer support, that's not always the case. Uh, we know what the problem is, but we have to wait until that person decides that they want to move forward. And I think sometimes that is a challenge to all of us uh, that do this type of work. True, true. It it very much is um, sometimes kind of a very long uh long game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're you're playing a long game of hoping that um you know, they'll they'll find a way to um decide that they they want to they want to make a change. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um if any civilian peer supporter were to come across a veteran in their work, uh for some, you know, for whatever reason they've haven't you know the veteran hasn't seeked out veteran services but kind of stumbled into ordinary civilian community services do you what what would you recommend a civilian peer supporter um to do when they're working with a veteran do you uh have any particular resources or anything for them um yes but or do you just recommend that maybe they 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 ask them to you know, seek out uh, your organization? Uh, well, I always recommend they seek out our organization. But, you know, uh, civilian uh, peer supporters, uh, I would I would tell them this. Uh, always keep in mind that we are a diverse population with certain values that have been ingrained in us uh, due to military service. So uh, some of these values are going to make it difficult to provide connections to uh, some of the veterans. But if you gain their trust, uh, don't break it. Um, uh, there is a uh, course that Virginia Veterans and Family Support Program offers, and there's other courses too. Uh, it's called the Military Cultural Competency Course. I would always recommend you to take that um, because okay. it's going to it's going to answer a lot of questions about who veterans are, uh, how we think, uh, phrases that are okay, how to use uh, those phrases, and things that you shouldn't say. I know. Um, so it's, a, it's 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 great uh, in that in that regard. Uh, it, it'll teach you quite a bit, so that you can you can start to work with that veteran. Um, the last thing I will always tell people is to be truthful. Uh, if you don't know, you don't know. Don't pretend. Uh, don't say you understand combat uh, when you say, that, but you've never been there. Uh, so if you don't pretend and tell the truth, uh, veterans normally will be okay with you at at, at the least. Well, thank you for sharing that resource. Um, I would love to get the link from you. Um, I did not know that existed, but that sounds like uh, something that would be very uh, a valuable resource. Absolutely. Um, and and speaking, I guess as the daughter of a veteran, um, do you have any suggestions for family members? Um, we have family peer family support partners here in Virginia, so. Um, I guess, yeah, do you have any uh, recommendations for people that might just be families of veterans, family members of veterans? Um, Did that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understood you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so uh, 
Um, I I think the biggest thing I hear from veterans is that nobody listens. Um, um, there, uh, I think family members need to learn the difference between hearing and listening. Uh, and, and there are things out here that can teach you that because we hear people all the time. Uh, we hear, we hear, but we don't listen. And there's little things that people give us that uh, we just miss, uh, especially family members. I mean, I'm, oh God, I'm ready to throw myself under the bus here, but I know my wife talks to me sometimes. And I hear her. I always hear her, but I don't always listen. Right. Uh, so as family members, I think one of the things that we need to do is to listen. Uh, and the more we listen, the more a veteran normally will 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 open up. Uh, but they've got to believe that you are trying to understand by just hearing what they're saying. Um, and there are some uh, courses on that um, that could be helpful. Um, I don't work much with uh, family members on the peer support side of the house, but we do on the resource side of the house. Um, so. Um, I can definitely see if I can find some things there to send you to if you if you would like to have them. Oh, absolutely! I, I you know, I usually create a a page for each episode, and so if there's any links um, that you would like to share with others, I'm happy to put them on the page so they can find them later. Absolutely. Um, so if you've, um, do you have any recommendations or suggestions if there are people out there who are interested in offering veteran peer support? What, what type of individual would you recommend? I mean, obviously, I guess a, a veteran, <laughs> um, <laughs> but beyond that, uh, are there, uh, part-time opportunities out there, full-time opportunities out there, trainings. Um, if there's someone out there listening to this that thinks, wow, I'd like to do that type of work, what would you suggest for them? Okay. So uh, let me say this as far as the individual who's looking for uh, to do peer support. Um, and I think this is very important. First of all, you have to look within yourself. Um, if you don't have patience and empathy and a willingness to go the extra mile, um, this job isn't for you. Um, if you're struggling and triggering due to events in your past, I would not recommend this job. Um, there are so many things that you're going to have to work through for your um, for your veteran and civilian too. Uh, I, I think that's through any peer support. Um, that you know, it, it can be it can be jarring sometimes, and it can make you think about things in your past that has happened. But um, you have to you have to be able to put that uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, you have to put that in proper perspective because your job is to have that person in front of you. Um, mm -hmm. But also, if you find that you can easily bond with someone um, that uh, they like talking to you, they seek you out, and are comfortable uh, being around you, then you're halfway there to being a veteran peer specialist or a peer specialist, period. Um, and I think that's what it's all about. Uh, one of the major things is, is can you get this person to want to talk to you? That's the first thing. If this person seeks you out uh, or people are always seeking you out to talk to you about what's going on in their lives, uh, I think you're halfway there. It's just in getting the proper training mm -hmm. and, and getting into the proper atmosphere. Um for veterans, also understanding the culture, like I said, the military cultural companies, classes, and the values. Um, and it's a great guide to connect with many other veterans that will come into contact with you. As far as opportunities are concerned, uh, we do not, in my program, we do not um, take um, 
Like volunteers? Volunteers, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are others that uh, will use you. Uh, I, just, I just don't have that list with me right now, and I can't think of uh, any of them at the moment. There are those. Um, well, we are full-time in my organization. Yes, there are opportunities out there. Um, I think that, that there are other veterans organizations that would be more than happy to do part-time. Uh, they will take you and, and work with you part-time as much as possible. Um, um, I think ORS sometimes puts out a, a, a um, different um, part-time and full-time peer support uh, opportunities. Are there any veteran-specific um, training, uh, you know, uh, peer specialist training courses? Um, not, not, um, outside of our organization. I do all of the, uh, training for our organization, uh, the communications, how to communicate with somebody looking for, uh, assessments, uh, body language, how speech patterns and things like that. Um, um, uh, for veteran specifics, I have not had anybody outside of my organization. It's something that I put together. I went to a class with a, uh, by given by a guy by the name of Robin Drake. I love what he said about how to get people to believe in you. And um, I based it on uh, some of his uh, course that he had. It was something that I believed in. I had been thinking all my life. Um, And so, so far it's not working bad, Um, but uh, I do not know of another uh, such training. Okay. I just was curious that Mm -hmm. every day, it seems like we're getting more and more topic specific peer support training classes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, I assume that with time, we'll, we'll see some more veteran-specific ones as well. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure we will. So do you have any uh, final thoughts or uh, anything left uh, that you'd like to share before we wrap this up? Um, uh, the only thing I would say is, and I, I, I don't know, this should be a pitch for my organization, but um, um, peer support, especially for veterans, is something that is very important and dear to us. We have a lot of veterans coming back, especially those that are coming back from Afghanistan now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of trauma there. There's a lot of hurt. Um, the Marines that was killed there, um, I did not know them, but to me, they were my brothers and sisters. So to me, I did know them. And there's a lot of other veterans out in, in, in the country right now that are very frustrated, angry, um, and feel that they that they've been let down. Um, just be aware of those veterans. Um, talk to them. Uh, let them know that they're going, they are loved and cared for um, and that what they did was not in vain. And, um, um, if any veteran would like to talk, by all means, we are here for you uh, in any capacity that you think that we could help you. Well, please feel free to share. I mean, we want to share resources, so please feel free to share your website and and phone number. Uh, and I'll and I'll post it on the website as well. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you, my name is, as you know, my name is Anthony Swan. I work for the Virginia Veterans and Family Support Grant Program. I am the Peer Support Director, and uh, my number is five four zero eight four zero three zero zero three. And I'm more than willing to help anyone that needs assistance. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony, for your service, uh, for what you're currently doing, and for joining me today. And thank you for listening uh, to the Peer into Recovery podcast brought to you by the Virginia Peer Recovery Specialist Network and Mental Health America Virginia. If you would like our show, 
If you like our show and would like to subscribe to the podcast, please visit our website at www.vprsn.org and please leave us a review on iTunes. Take good care of yourselves. 